0: Hello, 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 and welcome back, my friend, to another episode of Living Madly. I am your host, Mad, and today we're talking We're talking about a juicy subject, my friend. We're going to talk about the thing that I've been obsessing over for the last month and a half now, and you know, I've really, really been taking a deep dive to learn everything I can, and now here I am and I want to talk about it. What is it, you ask? Sleep. Today, we're going to be talking about sleep. We're going to talk about the benefits of good sleep. If sleep, getting good sleep, is actually necessary for everyday health, we're going to dive into how many hours per day we should be getting of sleep. We're even going to be talking about the sleep stages and cycles, what are some bad habits that... You might have that lead to negative sleep effects. We're going to talk about some tips and tricks that you can implement every day to better your sleep if you're not already sleeping well. It's just going to be an episode chock full of information for you to take and share with the world. And I'm very excited. Graham got me an Apple Watch. And that is kind of what led to this whole sleep journey, if you will. He got me an Apple Watch. And for months before, months before I had the Apple Watch, I was convinced I was getting terrible sleep. Um, I even like stopped sleeping in the bed with Graham, I would sleep downstairs because I was convinced my sleep was so terrible and that I was just waking up every hour on the hour and not really just, I'm not, I wasn't getting good sleep. I I was convinced. Um, But it wasn't until like after seven days of wearing the Apple watch that I have learned that I'm actually the most amazing sleeper. (laughs) I can crush i can get at least eight to ten hours of sleep in one sleep sitting and i mean like that is a lot it's more than the average rate but i'm convinced i need it i i need my beauty sleep man i need it i'm a cranky girl if i don't get enough and it's just not good so so yeah so the apple watch um really opened my eyes. And then I just kind of went down the sleep rabbit hole because I was like, this is all super, super fascinating. So what I want to start off with today is kind of talking about the significance sleep has on our overall health. If you didn't already know this, you should be getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep Per night. Anything more is a bonus. Anything less is a negative. Like it's not going to add to your health, but anything more is always going to add to your health. Here are some things that happen during those eight hours. First, the body shuts down. And when it shuts down, it goes through these four sleep stages. The first stage is awake. You get in bed. You're still awake. You are resting. Your body is coming. It's starting the sleep cycle. So you're awake. And then all of a sudden it dips into what we like to call the REM stage. And the REM stage, it stands for rapid eye movement. And this is where most of your dreams occur this stage helps with your memory and learning systems so it's very important you need at least 20 to 25 percent of your sleep to be in the REM stage so this is just about an hour and a half if you're sleeping eight hours it's about an hour and a half that your body needs to be in REM to completely bounce back the next day after the REM stage, you will drop into what some people call a core or the light sleep stage. And this accounts for most of your sleep. Your body will be in this stage for about 50 to 60% of the eight hours. So, and in this sleep, this is where you're going to get most of your sleep. This is where your body just truly recovers and rests and rejuvenates for the next day. Now, if you're woken up in a light stage of sleep, you're going to wake up feeling rejuvenated. You're going to feel like a million bucks because you got just a little nice rest. Um, It's kind of how you wake up. If if you're a good 20-minute napper this is how you wake up. You wake up feeling just like fresh and ready to rumble and ready to take on the day and more energized. Um, And this is very interesting because after the light stage of sleeping, your body will drop into what is called a deep sleep. And this is the stage that I have been nerding out the most on I'm not gonna lie because the deep sleep is where it all happens this is where every all the good stuff happens and it only accounts for about 10 to 30 percent of your eight hours of sleep so you could be in a deep sleep for an hour and a half and that is all you fucking need for your body to reset the deep sleep is where your body tissues are completely repaired. Like you go into this deep sleep and your body just starts fixing the cells. It starts throwing hormones at all the issues. Another fun thing about the deep sleep stage is this is where you're in your most relaxed state. So if you get woken up in this stage, you are going to wake up feeling so out of it, like completely out of it. You're going to feel so groggy and like uncomfortable and probably irritated i'm not gonna lie that's or at least that's how i feel when i wake up from a deep sleep and so i mean it's if you wake up like this you'll know that you were deep sleeping but it's just like you want to be woken up where you're light sleeping which i know no one ever knows when to wake you up but like if you wake up feeling groggy, at least you know you were getting some deep sleep and your tissues were recovering and repairing itself. And like, at least that's reassuring. Now, a lot of things happen in the deep sleep stage. Um, And we can get really micro with it, but I don't want to because I'm not a doctor. This is just all things that I've learned uh, through my own sleeping experience. (laughs) (laughs) disclaimer (laughs) so there you go okay so benefits to getting a solid eight hours of sleep it helps maintain a healthy weight so if you are getting eight hours of sleep it completely helps your body recover and it doesn't have any like weight loss or weight gain associated with it it's very interesting when you give your body time to repair all the systems like move at a normal function. They just function normally. So therefore nothing becomes really out of whack, which makes it easier for your body to stay in homeostasis, which is where you want to be all the time. You never want something working more than another thing because that's when weight loss or gains like weight loss or weight gain happens when something's out of whack. Your body starts to either hold on to the fat or burn it depending on where you like need need it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? But you just always want to be in homeostasis and by being in homeostasis is just by giving your body the proper nutrients and tools and time that it needs to for these systems to run. Pretty fascinating another thing eight hours of sleep can help with is reducing stress and anxiety this is the same as the weight thing when your body's out of whack your body becomes stressed and then when your body is stressed you begin to bring on these feelings of anxiety or vice versa um and yeah, sleep helps diminish this. It helps it keep it all at bay because your brain for eight hours gets to turn off. I think if your brain only had four hours to turn off, it would wake up in a fucking panic. Excuse my French, but that's all I'm saying. Like... It's confused, it doesn't know where the other four hours of sleep are, it's looking for the four other hours of sleep, so it's like in this rush of being like, oh my god, you have to do everything today like on overload because I don't know how to keep up with you. Your body is one big giant system, and the minute something is thrown off from what it needs, it just goes into this state of stress. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you know stress and inflammation are what are literally what causes disease in the body. So, a normal eight hours of sleep can help reduce all of this. So, obviously, it can help reduce chronic diseases, it can help keep those not arising in your body. It'll just keep your body healthy and happy and doing its thing. Sleeping eight hours can help with our memory and focus. I talked about this in the REM sleep. If you get enough REM sleep, your body and brain can function normally. Um, Obviously, this all helps us live longer. People who sleep eight hours a day live longer than those who only sleep four It's facts. It's facts. Obviously, sleep helps with rebuilding of the cells, and it keeps your immune system so happy. Sleeping is where it all happens. If you start to feel run down and exhausted and tired, and you start to feel yourself getting a little sick, go to bed, lay in bed, take a four-hour nap. Your body needs sleep. Just do it. So those are like the main benefits. There's so many more that trickle down because of all these huge benefits, but that's all we're gonna get to today. Now we're gonna talk about things that hinder our sleep and maybe the reason why we're not getting this seven to eight hours a night. And first, I would just like to preface this with our daily habits and what we do on a day-to-day basis completely correlate with how we are going to sleep that night. So if we are, if we're drinking eight cups of coffee a day, we're not going to be able to sleep. That's way too much caffeine for our poor little bodies. Like our brain will literally not be able to shut down. If we're not moving our body like every day, like if we're not getting out for a walk, if we're not exercising our body, if we're not participating in any kind of movement, we're going to struggle sleeping. If we are staring at a screen all day for eight hours, just like at work on the computer and then go to wind down by watching TV, still staring at a screen, our body is not going to be able to calm down. All of these things that we do that seem harmless um can actually have a huge hindrance on our sleep did i say that word right hindrance they can actually hinder our sleep a lot um so it's like it's good to pay attention to what you're doing every day all day um and just becoming like a little bit more mindful and, and ask yourself do you think this helps or hinders my sleep like do you think this habit that i'm doing right now helps or hinders It's a great question to ask. I'd ask it with a lot of things that I do. So just know that moving forward. Um, And now I'm going to talk about things that we can do and implement to help with the whole sleeping thing. And these are things that I've learned over the years that actually like really help me out and really get me sleeping pretty well. So, first things first. I do not sleep with my cell phone in my bedroom. I haven't for years. I, before even walking up the stairs to my bedroom, I will plug my phone in down in the kitchen. This keeps people up all hours of the night, and I know you're like, no it doesn't it doesn't to me but like are you looking at your phone before you close your eyes and go to sleep because if you're looking at your phone before you close your eyes and go to sleep that light that blue light is going to trick your brain into thinking like no 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 we're awake we're paying attention we're doing things um red light is really amazing to put on when you're trying to wind down. I have two things in my bedroom that help me with this. I have a salt lamp that I'm obsessed with that Graham has on, like some kind of timer or some kind of automatic, um He's got it all set on timers. We'll bring Graham on to learn how to smartify the house. Graham smartified the house. So this thing just like pops on at seven o'clock and then turns off at 10 when we're like completely asleep. We also changed our light bulbs in our bedroom to be color changing light bulbs, which this is all run by an app. You can just go on the phone and like turn the light from a normal light to red light and then i actually have three things i have the hatch that also makes this warm colored light um the hatch isn't totally necessary though that was like a splurge that i bought a few years ago because i was convinced that i needed the white noise machine to go to sleep not necessary um so the those are two really economically friendly ways to change your bedroom the light bulbs which are on amazon um i'll figure out what they're called and i'll post them in the show notes but those are amazing i think the each bulb was like 15 dollars, and like i said it connects to the wi-fi in your house which connects to your phone which then in turn you can just control with your phone on what color to change it it's also really fun for like parties and stuff you can curate such a vibe i love it um so yes and the salt lamp they're like 20 bucks on amazon they're such a vibe i love what they do to this space so, phone on the charger in the kitchen, no blue light. I also lately, Graham needs the TV to fall asleep. This is another reason why I've been sleeping in our spare bedroom because I cannot with the TV before bed. Like, I cannot. I don't do well with a TV show on before bed because I get invested in TV shows. <laughs> I love TV. <laughs> especially shit TV. (laughs) Reality TV is my favorite. Um, But I'll get invested and like I won't turn it off. Graham can fall asleep to people talking. I will not fall asleep. I'll stay up until two in the morning and I'll watch like eight episodes and I'll be fucked or I'll just screw myself. So um, I don't do TV before bed anymore. I've noticed that my deep sleep i get more deep sleep when i either read before bed or i work out before bed um or like stretch i'm not really putting in a whole effort with a workout but i'll stretch and i'll get loose and i'll do a few down dogs and like vinyasa flows or whatever we want to call them like i'll do a few little yoga stretches and that actually is, has been really impacting my deep sleep and has taken me from getting about 52 minutes of deep sleep to an hour and 52 minutes of deep sleep, which is like amazing. That's what I want to be. I want all of the deep sleep I can get because I want everything to repair itself <laughs> every night. Um, So that's been really helpful. Um, Let's see. Okay, this is funny. I have a little note. It says no bed hogs. And I highly recommend that if you can do it, try not to sleep with anyone that's gonna mess with your sleep. Um... I always this is my one of my favorite quotes is you have to be selfish before you can become selfless. And I like to think of that. You have to fill your own cup before you can go pouring your own contents of your cup into anyone else's cup. Like you need to fill your own cup so that you can be pouring from your overflow and this comes with being selfish and being selfish in bed is where it all begins. If you are living with someone who tosses and turns and is just like sleep talking and snoring, you need to get the fuck out of that bed. Not, you know, don't break up with them or whatever you just need to find your safe sleeping spot I have a guest bedroom that I'll run to if Graham's being extra noisy or like if Graham invites the dog onto the bed which is not often he the dog has his own bed and loves to sleep on it but sometimes we'll just look for a little snuggle and then it'll be hard to kick him out um But then all of a sudden, this dog keeps me up all night because he's tossing and turning and like taking up the entire bed. And I'm like awake every hour on the hour, just like trying to move him or resituate myself. And those are the mornings where I wake up so not rejuvenated. So no bed hogs. Remember the quote. In order, no, you have to be selfish to become selfless. Take care of yourself first so that you can take care of others i'm telling you do this and your life will radically change i have a rule of no caffeine after 2 p.m make sure if you're drinking tea before bed it's got a low 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 caffeine content if not zero caffeine content chamomile tea is amazing sleepy time tea um sometimes licorice tea is is, has zero caffeine I'm like completely blanking another great alternative is just hot water with lemon I love hot water with lemon before bed because it just helps get all the things moving on the inside your liver loves lemon lemon is a huge like it's very detoxing and then my last little tip is to sleep naked and this i have so many thoughts on actually because it's fascinating The science behind it is fascinating sleeping naked can actually boost your confidence and self-esteem now i know you're sitting here like why how what we're never naked um we immediately wake up and put on clothes and i think this has tricked us into thinking that we need to hide our bodies And because we need to hide our bodies, we're a little insecure about our bodies because we're not always seeing them out and about in their raw, most beautiful form. If we get used to seeing our body on an everyday basis, and this, I'm telling you guys, helped me overcome my eating disorder. If you get more comfortable seeing your body naked on an everyday basis, it's going to naturally boost your self-esteem because you're, becoming, you're going to become more comfortable with the way it is, the way it looks, the way you are, the way you be. You're just going to get more comfortable with it. And in turn, it's gonna help you with your self-esteem. And because you are building a confident, healthy relationship with yourself and your body and all of you, you are going to be able to show up better in your everyday relationships, whether that be with your partner, your children, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your bosses everyone's going to notice a confidence shift in you. All from sleeping naked. It's literally fascinating. It's fascinating. It's the thing you can do tonight that's going to help you live a better, more confident, healthy life. When we show up with confidence, it's just like such a game changer. But when we love ourselves, no, no, no. When we love ourselves and who we are to the core, it's such a game changer for our mental health. I can't tell you how important this is. It's like such a game changer. And also sleeping naked helps with your skin health. Why? Because you're not putting fabric on your body for your skin to like ingest. Your skin finally has a chance to breathe. Now I could get into what you should be putting on your mattresses, but this is where all the money comes into play. I don't really like to talk about ways to spend and change your life. I just like to talk about things that you can like literally do, today for zero dollars to change your life which is sleeping naked and then it's gonna help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer so overall increasing your sleep health sleeping naked is the key to life homies everyone loves it everyone loves it your partner will love it you will love it it's the key if you're not sleeping naked that should be your new goal in 2023 um but yes this was my sleep episode. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you came in with an open mind um, and left learning at least one thing that you can take away to go make your sleep better and in turn make you a healthier human. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything of that nature. DM me at living.madly on Instagram. I would love to hear it. I'm also living madly on TikTok now. I love TikTok. I'm so over Instagram. I'm actually thinking of deleting my Instagram because I hate it so much. But that completes. This concludes this podcast episode. If you feel called, please rate and review on Spotify. Um, subscribe, do all the things, or share with a friend. But anyway, I hope you have the best day. I love you. Thanks for being here. If you made it this far, you fucking rock. And I love you so much. Don't ever change. Go have the best day ever. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.